Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Well, it's all over, folks. Harry and Meghan have attended their final event as senior royals and will now head off into the Canadian wilderness to live out their lives as semi-private citizens. So have they won over those who are mad at them for leaving? They are annoying, they are preachy, they have absolutely no self-awareness, but the problem is we haven't seen the last one because Harry is literally quitting the royal family to make a living out of being a full-time virtue signaller and attention seeker. Have they won the PR war during this final round of appearances? And what now? We speak to our royal correspondent about whether the British public are backing them or not as the Sussexes step away from royal life. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. To mark Commonwealth Day in the UK this week, Harry and Meghan, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, stepped out for their final senior royal engagement at Westminster Abbey. Meghan in a stunning emerald green dress and fascinator, while Harry donned a blue suit and light blue tie, the lining of his jacket matching his wife's dress. As the family filed into the church accompanied by the bagpipes, coronavirus changed up the formalities a bit with no handshakes in the greeting line. Prince Charles instead opting for prayer hands, Harry elbow-bumping singer Craig David, while Meghan, showing she's not scared of COVID-19, hugged singer Alexandra Burke, who she had a lengthy chat with. It would be the first public reunion with brother William and wife Kate since the pair announced they'd be stepping down from their duties back in January, the couples acknowledging each other with a small wave and a smile. Their other final engagements included a trip to the Endeavour Fund Awards, which support wounded servicemen and women where that iconic blue dress under the umbrella photo was taken of them smiling while gazing into each other's eyes. They watched grinning ear to ear while a winner proposed to his girlfriend on the stage. And during his speech, Harry revealed what many of his supporters had said to him while he made his way around the room. I feel incredibly lucky to be able to count myself as one of you. uh, And I'm deeply proud to have served among you as Captain Wales. Uh, A lot of you tonight have told me you have my back. Well, I'm also here to tell you I've always got yours. In a show of their very unroyal-like behaviour, when a fellow guest dropped his name tag on the ground, Megan stooped to pick it up for him, the couple regularly touching and holding hands while joking with their guests. Megan spoke to the captivated teens at Robert Clack School in Dagenham about their work. It's incredibly impressive and I'm just so proud to be able to witness so much of this activism and this energy that you have in this room because it's, it's how we're going to see the impact in the world that we need. 
it's all of your voices, as you said, and you know, being able to feel empowered to use that voice. So well done. You guys are going to do great with the first. Before speaking about the importance of International Women's Day and inviting someone up to join her. And before I continue, I'm going to go off the cuff here because I do think what's really key, if there is one brave young man in this room, who wants to come and say what he thinks the importance of International Women's Day is. I know there's going to be one of you. That cheeky schoolboy said this as he reached the lectern, sending Megan into fits of laughter while she jokingly told him off. She really is beautiful, isn't it? I had to speak the truth there, but um, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I just want International Women's Day for all of us to be a reminder of how strong our community is with women inside, so thank you very much. Well done. Very well said. An incredible confidence, don't you all agree? Harry and Meghan received a standing ovation as they reached their seats at the Royal Albert Hall for the Mountbatten Festival of Music, the pair lovingly caressing each other's thumbs as they hold hands. But still, some commentators insist that Harry was an unwilling participant in what Britain is referring to as Megxit. Now look at them carefully, watch who's smiling... I've got to say, in the last 48 hours, I have watched them intently because I've got nothing else to do, you see. And I have seen Meghan Markle smiling broadly, a ray of sunshine. She's so happy with the world and Harry looks glum. The silver lining is they will do more to irritate people and and damage the very causes they are trying to help. So, you know, it'll be a completely self-defeating exercise. If I were the Queen, I'd be saying, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Ray Earle is a royal commentator, author and British expat now living in Australia. Ray, we're hearing that the Queen herself officially invited Harry and Meghan to church this week. Is this a sign that she's making an effort to keep them involved with the family, you know, keeping them in the fold? I just want to start by saying, leave them alone, you (laughs) hounds. Leave them alone. Look, I think her madge is an arch diplomat. And I think, yes, absolutely, she's leaving the door open because I think they'll come back. I think this is what I call an acceptable tantrum. It's those moments in life when you've had enough And you just have to put your foot down, sashay out of the room and just say, look, I need a moment. I I totally approve of it. I think the way they've treated Meghan is foul, foul, disgraceful. I don't mean the royal family. I mean the press. And it's so Diana part two. I will not have a bar of it. So, look, I think she's leaving the door open. I think they will be back. Well, let's talk about this final round of PR events for them. Some commentators are saying Harry doesn't look happy, that they're presuming it's because he's been forced away from his family, that it's all Megan's fault, that's why it's called Megxit. But it could really just be that he just wants all this to be over. I've noticed that along with the fact that everybody's a virologist these days and knows about viruses, everyone's a body language expert these days. I am seeing none of this Harry looks unhappy. I am seeing Harry looks a little bit uncomfortable because he doesn't know quite where he fits in at the moment, which is understandable. But I'm not seeing this level of discomfort. I'm just seeing somebody who has been thrust into public gaze. I mean, I've got a 10-year-old right now, and every time I look at Harry, I think, God, he walked behind his mother's coffin at about my son's age. No wonder he wants out. He's had enough of being put under a microscope by idiots. I just 100% believe they're in a transitionary period. I think they're going to have a year out, sabbatical, if you will, and then they'll be back. 
Well, let's talk about how they've been received during this final lot of royal duties because there was a big lot of articles that came out saying they were booed when they arrived at their first event at the Endeavour Fund Awards. Look, I just watched the footage, the raw footage of them arriving at that and literally one guy booed. While the yeah, rest of the crowd cheered. So are we just, there's a bit, seems to be a bit of a witch hunt on for these guys at the minute. There's a complete witch hunt. I wouldn't be surprised if the guy who booed wasn't from a magazine, publication, paper, whatever. As far as I can tell, by talking to relatives and friends, Britain is split down the middle, much like a Brexit situation. There are people who see Meghan as an attention seeker, somebody who is trying to get Harry away into her lair. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's typical how we respond to any woman that's got any assertiveness around her whatsoever. Read Diana again. And there are people who are just mad Meghan and Harry fans like myself. But look, it would be a very hard heart that didn't look over their performances over the last couple of days and think, oh God, We are losing something here. We're losing something very special and what a shame that it is. So I think that a lot of people will be feeling sadder than they probably thought they would be. Have they won the PR battle here, according to people in Britain? Because there's obviously there's lots of conservative commentators who are anti-Harry and Meghan right now, but in a general rule, is the consensus, you're saying people are very split down the middle, but is the consensus that kind of won this final round of events that they've come out of this looking pretty good? I think you'd have to be very stupid or blind not to look at those two, how they operate, how Megan is with people, how he is with people, to think that their loss isn't a real loss to the royal family. And I think if you're thinking pragmatically, say you're just somebody who doesn't like them but actually is a monarchist, then you would see their departure as an absolute loss to the firm, as it were, because they've got everything. They're glamorous, yet down to earth. They can talk to people, yet they've got a slight air of of celeb. They're perfect royals for the 21st century. Also, they look bloody good. I mean, Meghan's outfit, that red outfit, that green outfit. I mean, we're talking style. And and for me, I just think, yes, I think they have won the PR battle just by reminding people what they're about to lose. And what we're about to lose is bad. Don't forget that photo of them under the umbrella with her in the blue dress. Oh, my God. Triumph. Now, another thing that is being spoken about, because this, at this last event was the first time they've been publicly reunited with William and Kate, who we know they've had some issues going on for, oh, for quite a while now. Now, they they did greet each other and they waved hello and it all was very civil, but there is also word that Harry and William have been talking quite a bit more since Harry's been spending more time over in Canada with Meghan. Do you think... Is this a case of, you know, hearts growing fonder because of the distance? Are they going to reunite? As somebody who lives away from their family and from most of their family and friends, you know, they're in Britain and I'm in Tasmania, I can confirm that sometimes even people who really get on your nerves, if they're tens of thousands of miles away, you do feel warmer towards them. And I do feel that perhaps, again, they've been regarded as a twosome, haven't they, all this time. And as soon as they got married, well, Kate, was that was a, that was a nice little, that trio worked. 
But then as soon as Harry got married, I think that four thing didn't quite work, did it? And you know what relationships are like when you get married. You have to kind of renegotiate them. So look, again, I think that distance, that sort of Harry striking out as independently as a person in his own right, as it were, I think with all that comes a sort of recalibration of relationships. And that's what's happened. And it takes time for everybody to get their head around it. But look, it's difficult for Will. He's going to get the top job. He can't get out of it, whereas Harry could. And that's got a rancor. So what now? They're wrapping everything up. Their office closes at Buckingham Palace on April 1, and then they're out in the big wide world by themselves. And there's a lot of speculation about what they're going to be doing. Megan apparently in talks about, I don't know, becoming the next Marvel superhero and Harry obviously very invested <laughs> in. I hope she does. Yes. <laughs> and Harry's obviously brilliant. still very invested in the Invictus Games and a lot of his causes. Do we have anything in concrete about what they're actually going to be doing next? Uh, Look, we don't. There's a lot of conjecture. There's a lot of um, theories what they might be doing. I hope Megan is the next Marvel superhero. I'd love to see her do the film career. I really, really would. I think that would be wonderful. I think as much as I'm fond of them both, I think they are deluded if they think the press are going to leave them alone. They're not. I'm worried that without sort of the royal mantle, they're going to get hassled even more. But let's see. I don't think Canada's this magical place. They don't need to get left alone. I think they'll still be hassled and I think they'll still be pursued but I'd like to see Harry keep on doing his stuff with the armed services because he seems to really come alive when he's in uniform I know he can't wear it anymore but he's got the Invictus games and I'd like to see Megan do what Princess Grace couldn't do I'd like to see her go back to acting I'd like to see her go back on the screen I think that would really shove detractors right up the uh, to use a British phrase right up the ring piece I would love to see that. I I really, really would. I mean, I know I'm coming across as a complete gushy royal. And actually, I'm not that keen on the whole prospect of monarchy. But in line with many people, I do like William and Harry. I've grown up with them. I've seen their loss and I've seen those lads come through. And even if you're not the greatest monarchist, you do feel quite passionate about those. I certainly do. Now that Harry and Meghan have been released back into the wild, we wait to see if they'll finally achieve the freedom they crave, whether they can balance their new commercial life with their bid for privacy, and whether it will be just a matter of time before they return to their place at the firm. So thank you so much for having me. It's really a privilege to be here. Thank you. That's all for The Quickie today. Our executive producer is Melanie Tate with audio production by Ian Camilleri. If there's a story doing the rounds in the news and you'd like us to look into it a bit further for you, let us know. You can email us at thequickie at mamamia.com.au or find us on the socials, Instagram, Twitter or Facebook. Listener.